0: Treasures from the Bible, the kings and priests and prophets heard. There would be one of the ring, his desperate sin, so we can
1: see. Hi, boys and girls, and welcome to Treasures from the Bible. I'm Peanut. Today we're visiting Billy Bob's farm once again and learning about the book of Ruth during Mr. G's Bible study. So come on and join us. I would love to live on a farm, wouldn't you, Peanut? A farm with animals and chores? Uh, Well, I don't know about the chores. Getting up early and, oh, yes, I'd love it. We have friends who listen to this program, who live on a farm, and all the children help out. You mean they help to plow the ground, plant crops, gather chicken eggs, ride the horses, and feed the cattle? Oh, what fun! I know of a little girl who is almost three years old. And she already collects chicken eggs. Really? How cute. Yep. Everyone works really hard. And they even get to have lots of picnics, too. And play in the hay. And have lots of healthy food to eat. Well, I'm sure all the hard work is rewarding in the end. Say, do you know if your friends have apple trees? I love apples. I eat apples every single day. I don't know, Peanut. But that makes me think of hot homemade apple pie. Mm.
2: Okay kids, are you ready for our Bible study today before we help Billy Bob feed all his animals?
3: Sounds good.
2: Sure. Alright. What? Work? I didn't know we had to go to Billy Bob's today to work. Come on Rudy, you're a great helper. Plus, Billy Bob could really use our help today in feeding all of his animals. This is
1: so nice of Billy Bob to set up these piles of hay, so we could sit under this huge tree. I know. The shade feels great. It must be 80 degrees today.
2: Okay kids, we'll be looking briefly at the Book of Ruth. But first, let's see our memory verse for the boys and girls listening at home. Found in Psalm nineteen fourteen. Lizzie, can you say that for us?
1: I think I can. Psalm nineteen verse fourteen. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer.
2: Great job. Does everyone know what the book of Ruth is all about? Hmm, I'm not sure, Mr. G. Well, first of all, Ruth comes right after the book of Judges, and before Judges is Joshua, which is right after the book of Deuteronomy.
1: Oh, I found it! Here, let me help you, Lizzie. Thanks!
2: The book of Ruth is about a beautiful love story. The book begins with a family of four from the land of Bethlehem. The father was Elimelech, the mother Naomi, and they had two grown sons, Malon and Chilion. A famine arose in Bethlehem, and to escape it, They went to live in a foreign land, Moab. Then something terrible happened. Elimelech died. So Naomi was left all alone with her two sons. Then her two sons married Moabite girls, one whose name was Orpah and the other Ruth. And then tragedy struck again. Both sons died.
3: Mr. G, were the Moabites
2: Christians? No, actually, the Moabites were looked upon as being under the curse of God. Naomi's two sons should not have married women who were from Moab.
1: Then what happened, Mr. G?
2: Having lived in Moab for the past ten years, Naomi and her two daughters-in-law were now all widows.
1: Oh, that is awful, Mr. G.
2: I know, but there's more to this sad account. Naomi hears that the famine is over in Bethlehem remember Bethlehem means house of bread where the Lord Jesus was born so she decides to return to Bethlehem but first she tells her daughters-in-law to return to their own parents Naomi knows that because her daughters-in-law are from Moab they would be looked upon as foreigners in Bethlehem
1: so they both left Naomi?
2: well Lizzie, Orpah decided to stay in Moab however we read about Ruth's reaction in Ruth 1, 16 and 17. Peanut, can you read that?
1: Sure. Ruth 1:16 and 17 says, And Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave thee, or to return from following after thee. For whither thou goest, I will go, and where thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people, and thy God my God. Where thou diest, will I die, and there will I be buried the Lord do so to me, and more also, if aught but death, hark thee and me. Wow, that's beautiful, Mr. G.
2: Yes, it certainly is, Lizzie, but it also indicates that God was dealing with Ruth. So Ruth left to go to Bethlehem with Naomi. When they arrived in Bethlehem, Naomi told her friends in verse 20 not to call her Naomi, but to call her Mara because the Almighty hath dealt very bitterly with me." The name Mara, by the way, means bitterness. Keep in mind that both Ruth and Naomi were widows. They came to Bethlehem without any money and without a job. How did they get food and shelter without money, Mr. G? Well, God tells us in the Bible that the poor could glean or pick in the fields of the farmers. God had given the rule that when reapers reaped the harvest of the land, they were not to clean out the corners or edges. And if they dropped any produce, they were not to pick it up again. This was God's way of caring for the poor of the land. As it turned out, Naomi and Ruth returned to Bethlehem right at the beginning of barley harvest. Naomi had a relative named Boaz, and we read about him in Ruth chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. Rudy, can you take those verses for us? Sure, Grandpa. Ruth 2, 1-2. And Naomi had a
1: kinsman of her husband, a mighty man of wealth, of the family of Elimelech, and his name was Boaz. And Ruth, the Moabitess, said unto Naomi, Let me now go to the field and glean ears of corn, after him in whose sight I shall
2: find grace. And she said unto her, Go, my daughter.
1: Did Boaz know Naomi
2: and Ruth? Well, Boaz had heard of Naomi's return, and did inquire about Ruth when he saw her gleaning in his field. We can read about what he said to Ruth in chapter 2, verses 8 through 10. Lizzie, can you read those verses?
1: Yes. Then said Boaz unto Ruth, Hearest thou not, my daughter, go not to glean in another field, neither go from hence, but abide here fast by my maidens. Let thine eyes be on the field that they do reap, And go thou after them. Have I not charged the young men that they shall not touch thee? And when thou art athirst, thirst, go unto the vessels, and drink of that which the young men have drawn. Then she fell on her face, and bowed herself to the ground, and said unto him, Why have I found grace in thine eyes, that thou shouldest take knowledge of me, seeing I am a stranger? So Boaz lets Ruth glean in his fields.
2: That's right, and let's see what Boaz's response is to Ruth in verses 11 and 12 of that same chapter. Wolfie, can you read those verses? Sure. Ruth 2,
3: verses 11 and 12. And Boaz answered and said unto her, It hath fully been showed me all that thou hast done unto thy mother-in-law since the death of thine husband and how that hast left thy father and thy mother and the land of thy nativity and art come unto a people which thou knewest not heretofore. The Lord recompense thy work and a full reward be given thee of the Lord God of Israel under whose wings thou art come to trust.
2: It was after this that Naomi encouraged Ruth to see if Boaz would marry her in order to continue the line of Elimelech. Because Naomi had lost her husband and both of her sons, she would otherwise die without any grandchildren to carry on the family's name. God's law, the Bible, permitted Boaz to marry Ruth in order to carry on the line of Elimelech and his sons. And this beautiful love story closes with Boaz marrying Ruth and with Ruth bearing a son. It ended with great joy for Naomi and Ruth. In fact, we read what Boaz says in Ruth 4.10. Moreover Ruth the Moabitess, the wife of Malon, have I purchased to be my wife, to raise up the name of the dead upon his inheritance, that the name of the dead be not cut off from among his brethren and from the gate of his place, Ye are witnesses this day. And Peanut, can you read verses thirteen through seventeen in that same chapter?
1: Sure. Ruth four, thirteen through seventeen says, So Boaz took Ruth and she was his wife, and when he went in unto her, the Lord gave her conception and she bare a son. And the woman said unto Naomi, Blessed be the Lord which hath not left thee this day without a kinsman, that his name may be famous in Israel and he shall be unto thee a restorer of thy life, and a nourisher of thine old age. For thy daughter-in-law, which loveth thee, which is better to thee than seven sons hath borne him. And Naomi took the child, and laid it in her bosom, and became nurse unto it. And the woman, her neighbors, gave it a name, saying, There is a son born to Naomi, and they called his name Obed. He is the father of Jesse, the father of David.
2: Now that we have covered just the surface of this story, Let's try to look at some spiritual truths. The baby that was born was actually the grandfather of King David, who also represents the Lord Jesus. Boaz was the ancestor of David, and therefore the ancestor of Jesus himself. And since Ruth was married to Boaz, we see that this cursed Moabitish woman, who had become saved, is a picture of all who become saved by the grace of God.
1: Mr. G, do you think that Boaz and Ruth are a picture of Christ and all the believers?
2: Absolutely, Peanut. The story of Boaz and Ruth is a beautiful illustration of Christ and the eternal bride or body of Christ.
3: But how do we really know that, Mr. G?
2: Well, Ruth chapter 3 speaks of Boaz as a kinsman. And the Hebrew word for kinsman is generally translated Redeemer, as we see from our memory verse. Can you repeat that for us, Wolfie? Okay.
3: Psalm nineteen fourteen. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in my sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer.
2: Now let's listen to our hymn, O Divine Redeemer. Jesus is, of course, the only Redeemer. He is the one who actually loved each true believer so much that he died to redeem them from their sins and from hell. Grandpa, is there more to the Book of Ruth
1: than the picture of Christ taking his bride for himself?
2: That's a good question, Rudy, and the answer is yes. But in order to see that, we have to really examine the Book of Ruth very carefully verse by verse to uncover the wonderful spiritual truths that are in it. We know that God says in Mark 4.34 but without a parable spake he not unto them.
1: We hope you enjoyed today's program. For a free audio CD of any of these programs please write to treasures from the Bible and outreach of Bible Ministries International and in care of Family Radio Oakland, California 94621USA Today's program is 090 and is entitled, A Day on the Farm.
2: May God richly bless you with His salvation.
1: Thanks for listening, and be sure and tune in next week when we'll learn something new from the Bible. Bye!